Season 3, Episode 7, Functional Decor. Thanks for joining us for this week's episode of the Millennial Homemakers Podcast, your resource for all things home, hostessing, and more. We're your hosts, Jackie Alexander and Jacqueline Humble. Exciting news. We finally have a website. Jackie built it. And it was it's been live like what? Two weeks? Yeah, I think about two weeks. Yeah, about two weeks, but all the blog or not blog posts. We don't have any of those <laughs> yet. But all of our episodes are live. So thank you, Jackie. Claps for you, snaps. <laughs> Oh, no, I want to watch <laughs> Legally Blonde too. Yes. <laughs> so that is live. You can check it out at themillennialhomemakers.com. Also, another housekeeping, I guess, order of business is that we have officially started taking a poll for our Millennial Homemakers Book Club. So if you want to get in on that, wait to the end of the episode. We'll talk more about that. And all that is going down inside of our Facebook group, which you can find easily at the Millennial Homemakers. But on to today's (laughs) subject because that's what you're here for, which is functional decor. I think this is such an important topic. I don't know if you guys remember or if you even listened to it, but way back in season one, episode five, we talked about merging spaces if you're moving in with a roommate or a significant other. And I talked about how my husband, Drew, cares more about function and comfort over anything else. And so I think this is really important and it goes into merging and making sure you get the most out of your decor. This is something that really hit home for me when I lived, when I first moved to Chattanooga as a single, single girl, I wanted to live in the city, walk to work, walk to all the different cafes. So cost effective because I had a very entry level job, not a high salary. (laughs) And so I needed everything to be under $1,000 a month, which in certain places that can get you a little or a lot in Chattanooga. Uh, that got me a 600 square foot studio, oh. kind of. It had a pocket door, I guess. Um, <laughs> apartment in North Shore, which is a very cute, like, boutique area of town. So living in that apartment for a year by myself taught me a whole lot about function. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like decor that has dual purposes and uh, yeah <laughs> taught me like because yeah, you need clutter. to let everything to be storage yes. like yes. oh and that's such a cute face with some flowers in it oh no that's holding everything you own <laughs> yeah it definitely was like taught me a lot about clutter and such a small space and how everything had to have a dual purpose so I feel like I'm an expert <laughs> on this and my apartment was so cute I loved the way I decorated it and I it still was have a cute. lot of it was a good space. bachelorette pad Yes, my bachelorette pad, single girl in the city. (laughs) Anyway, and I'm sure a lot of you have similar situations. You have a small house or you're in an apartment by yourself with a roommate or newly married. We really want to do a whole episode on this topic. I think that we'll probably do an episode later about small spaces, Mm -hmm. but this one kind of works for, you don't have to have a small space. It just makes sense. To me and this is a good way to get rid of clutter we've been talking about like minimalist lifestyle and capsule wardrobes so <laughs> so this just seems to be the theme of season three maybe <laughs> is clearing out all of that stuff you don't need so that you have the things that you really really love 
Yes, I love that theme. I don't know. What do you want to divide this up in? Like rooms or... Yeah, rooms would probably be the best way okay. to do it. So we'll divide this up. We'll go by room by room and kind of take you on some ways that you can have some functional decor. I would say the best place to start would be the kitchen. <laughs> Always. Always the kitchen. And my first thing that I have in my notes on this subject is something that you probably have on your notes as well, because I know we both do this, is using cutting boards as decoration. Absolutely. Kind of only decoration besides stuff that's like on the fridge, hanging on the (laughs) fridge, which we don't have a lot on the fridge, but is I have a state cutting board. It's Tennessee cut out Mm -hmm. wood and I had that hanging above the sink and so that's like definitely dual function my kitchen is the size of a closet I think my kitchen was larger in my 600 square foot apartment than it is in this little house so that's Um, I think we've said this before and just to put this in perspective for you guys like Jacqueline and I cannot be in her kitchen at the same time yeah especially (laughs) if the animals are in there and the animals are usually in there because they think they're getting food And they just want to be like at my feet. Near you. So I have a huge 100 pound German Shepherd, a cat, and a French Bulldog. Yeah. (laughs) Because my kitchen also doubles as my laundry room. Right. (laughs) Like that's part of the reason it's so small is there's a really nice washer and dryer in there. Yeah. And we don't have a dishwasher. I talk about this all the time because it's like the bane of my existence. We're working (laughs) on that issue. Everything I decorate with in my kitchen has a purpose, my cutting board. And then I have a a utility shelf that has the cat litter box on the bottom. Gross, but it's really the only place we can put it. And your bathroom is not big enough either. Yes. Yeah. My bathroom is really small. And then we have laundry detergent and some other supplies on the second shelf. And then we have cookbooks and then I store platters and things that won't fit in the cabinets. And I surprisingly have a lot of cabinet space, but I don't have a lot of like countertop space. So yeah, I you have like have to, no countertop space. Yeah, I have to prep my food on the dining room table and then bring it in. It's kind and of a struggle. <laughs> <laughs> and I have just to like show you guys that you can have this whole functional decor thing, no matter how big or small mm-hmm. your living space is. I have a very large kitchen, especially compared, I think, to the rest of my house. I think I probably have four times the counter space you have on like one side of my kitchen, and I have yeah. three like <laughs> countertop spaces. But I still try to, you know, make all of my decor in the kitchen functional. And I think the kitchen is the most, most important part to do that. I also have a state cutting board. Mine's state of Georgia. Um, I have my cutting boards leaned up against the wall so they're easy to access. They're right next to my knife set, but they're cute. And so I can leave them out. And then in another corner, I have a galvanized steel tray with my crock with all my cooking utensils in it, our olive oil, our salt and pepper, and then a bowl for our fruits and vegetables. So everything's right there. It looks good together, I think, but everything in there is really practical and things I use. Yeah, decorating with trays is a really smart idea, especially in the kitchen and like Mm -hmm. cutting boards. Trays can help you um, keep everything together so the clutter doesn't. Yeah, and it makes it look better. on the countertop, yeah. it makes it if look like- If you have like to move it, you just pick up the whole tray. Right, it like looks like it's in the right place when it's on yeah. a tray or a cutting board or whatever. So my cutting board's like hanging above my sink and so that's right. like my functional. But it's better than having a picture because I wouldn't have a place to put that cutting board elsewise because <laughs> that's how small my <laughs> exactly little kitchen is, so. And then also in our kitchen, we, cause I'm finishing up the cabinets. It only took me a year and a half. 
But when that's done, we're going to paint the kitchen and then we're building a little bar because we don't have an eat-in area. So I'm going to build a bar. Breakfast. Uh, like a like breakfast a- bar, not yeah. like a alcoholic bar. So like if we had a countertop where you could eat, it's that just we had to build it, put it somewhere else. But because we are not going to need that every single day, that's also going to be my coffee station. And then when we have guests, I can just move the Keurig somewhere else. But that way I can use it every day because right now my Keurig's hidden in my pantry and it's really annoying to get to. We'll definitely talk more about this like when we get into workspace and Mm -hmm. office or studio. Having, and you mentioned it with your coffee station and when you said bar, that's what made me think about it. Could be in your dining room, could be in your kitchen if it's big enough, could be in your (laughs) living room. Mine's in my living room is bar carts and drink stations. And that's just a really cute way to take up space in your house because that's what decor is. It's just making a space an empty space look good. (laughs) But having something like that is a really great way for entertaining. If you're listening to this podcast, then you're probably interested in hostessing (laughs) and party planning and having people over entertaining in your house. So definitely having some sort of drink station. And then also you get to show off your like pretty wine glasses, your pretty liquor bottles, your pretty cup mugs. I mean, we all have Target obsessions. At least Jackie and I are like addicted to Target and I'm always buying mugs that I don't really need. Um, So Drew, recently told me that I need to like I'm not allowed to buy any more mugs (laughs) because we don't have room for them yeah well maybe you have a capsule mug collection (laughs) next Um, episode just kidding and I even had a coffee station in my small apartment it's like a really easy really cute way to have to decorate a space with something that's functional and having a bar cart or coffee station out is a great way when you have guests over if they want a drink you don't have to worry about making it for them, you know, if, unless you're super into that, but if, you know, they want to top off or anything, it's right there. They know where it is. They can see where everything is. Yeah. Just kind of making it like easy, accessible. And I feel like it just makes it, it gives the environment of some, it just makes your house feel more welcoming. Yeah. Okay. So moving out of the kitchen, do you have anything in the dining room? I think only in the, so my bar area is in the dining room, Mm -hmm. but I think, so for us, we have fine china. I know not everyone has fine china, but since we that's not something we use every day, I wanted it to display it, but also make it easily accessible. And so that's where china cabinets come into play. If you don't have room for a china cabinet, you can maybe put up shelves and display it on shelves. We have some or shelves. Or even just our- the plate hangers. Right. Or just the plate hangers and hang them up. Those are super easy. And it just, they're accessible, but you get to look at them every day. And fine china is really pretty. Mm-hmm. And it's a it's expensive. It's a big part of your wedding uh, registry budget. So, um, like all of it, or it's heirloom, it. and you really want to you know decorate with that really too. show it off. Yeah, um, we have a hutch. We do not have a china cabinet. I don't have room for one, but I have a beautiful hutch that actually came with a house that my uh, husband's family purchased when he was in college for him and his sister and some friends to live in in Knoxville. And so when they sold the house, they took the hutch because it was really pretty. So it's this beautiful green hutch. I replaced some of the hardware and I have my china in there. I also have canisters on Mm -hmm. that. That would be something that I would probably use in a kitchen. But since 
we have such a small kitchen with limited <laughs> counter space, I use my uh, hutch as counter extension. So I have the canisters there. I have a really pretty drink dispenser that I was brewing homemade kombucha in. <laughs> That's also on there. Yeah, my kombucha brew. I don't know. I'm not hippie enough for it or something. It didn't turn out too well, but that's okay. And then also on top of the hutch is where I store pitchers, platters, like a cake stand, all these either serving where I, and then I also store my overflow of blue and white porcelain that's not currently on my mantle because I have a huge blue and white porcelain collection and I kind of like to rotate through things and decorate depending on the season I'll decorate stuff a certain way so that's where my overflow bookshelf slash mantle styling items go when they're not on display (laughs) and I think that brings up an important part where you don't have to be confined to what a room is supposed to be So like Jacqueline's dining room is an extension of her kitchen and then also an extension of her living room. Mm -hmm. And that's okay because, I mean, it's your house. Do what you want. We're all about not judging. But besides that, like just make the most of the space you have, whether it's traditionally used for that or not. Right. Think outside the box. If a piece doesn't work in one room and just because it my canisters supposed to go in the kitchen, beautiful. They're copper canisters and they all match. And that's where I store like my flour. So it's like an extension of my pantry too, even though my pantry is just the cabinet. So um. it's just an extension of everything in your house. Yeah. Okay, so next I'm just going through my floor plan. Uh, living room (laughs) living room what is some functional decor in your living room living room um find oh cute coasters because Uh coasters if you don't have your coasters in plain sight you're never going to use them so you want them to be there where they're easily accessible you remember you have them but you also really need them to protect your wood coffee table or you know whatever furniture you have That's a great point. Kind of going off of that before I forget is I am obsessed with really cutesy cocktail napkins. And so I have those on display on my bar cart. So that's kind of like a, it's like a, yeah, it's like a paper good. And you could put them in your coffee station too. I mean, they have all sorts of cocktail napkins. And to me, giving someone a cocktail napkin, that's kind of in season. I don't have any for St. Patrick's Day coming up, but I usually have them for Thanksgiving and Halloween. And I have one for Halloween that says more booze and it has a ghost on it, but it's supposed to more like alcohol. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> and so something about that just makes it thoughtful, welcoming, and really fun. I got that from Jordan's aunt. She always has in-season cocktail napkins. So, And Jacqueline even brought in-season cocktail napkins to my house for New Year's Eve. I give them as like hostess gifts. They're great. Um, They're really great. Because they're, you know, they're not too expensive, so you're not spending money, and they don't go bad because they're paper goods. So if you don't use them all this Halloween, you have plenty for next Halloween. Yeah, no, I mean, I just buy, like, packs for whatever season, and then I rotate through them. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I put them in a little uh, box that I have on the bar cart. Also in the living room, if you're a gamer or your husband's a gamer, have some place to put all of those controllers because you don't want to look at those every day. So whether that's a cute basket that you leave out or you have a drawer and a coffee table or an end table, just have some place to put those so you don't have to look at them every day because those are not decor. They are just ugly. I'm sorry. Kind of going off of that is we have a little ottoman and that's where all of our throw blankets go because I have animals and they like to chew on them. You could use an ottoman like mine. It was really inexpensive, fake 
faux leather, vegan leather, whatever you want to call it. From Amazon, it was like $50 and it's really great quality. We can link that in the show notes because it's a good one. It has great reviews. We have something like that in our bedroom for throw blanket. You don't have to display everything you own. So use furniture to hide it. Mm-hmm. Especially like, we'll have, I'll have like one throw on the couch, but then if people come over and it's cold outside and I have an old house, so the windows leak. Cold air. And if Jordan hasn't started the fire yet. Yeah. You need something to snuggle with. So exactly. having extras, blankets is never a bad thing. We're all about that hue. Never goes out of style. That was Hugo. What's it called? Hugo. I never remember. We oh. need to get Lena on here just to talk <laughs> Lena, about this. tell us how to pronounce it. She she went into like great detail last year and I just (laughs) cannot remember foreign languages are not my thing. So do you have anything else for the living room? Um, No, I think should we move on to the entry? Oh yeah, sure. I don't really have an entryway, so. (laughs) Yeah, your entryway is my living room. room. (laughs) (laughs) But I think your entryway is set up, I think as the ideal entryway as far as should they have a place, a designated spot to put their shoes when they come back. Um, and so this key is versus all of that. Yeah, this is kind of something that I did in my apartment that was 600 square feet is I kind of created my own mudroom, mm-hmm. <laughs> if you will, with decorations. So from Target, I got this really cute white shelf that has key hooks, purse hooks, and it has three little baskets that you can put gloves in, dog leashes in, stuff like that. And it, It was fabulous for my apartment and I have it hanging right by my front door here too. And we keep gift cards in there. So that way, if we're like running out to a restaurant that I know I can go and like, or movie, we always get movie gift cards for presents. So I'll Mm -hmm. like grab a gift card from that um, right before I'm out the door. Or if I forget, then I don't have to go searching through another room. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And then we have like a a key tray. So really creating like a designated entryway, even if you don't have a designated Mm -hmm, entryway is like the way to go. And we don't have anywhere to put shoes in here, even though I should get like a basket because I have little animals that like to run off with shoes. Yeah, just a little basket right there next to your couch would be perfect. Yeah, but then I don't know. June would probably still pull. I need like a box that's closed because she would still go in there. Mm -hmm. That's the ottoman we have. I originally got for that purpose Uh, because Mac uh was eating shoes at that time and would like pull them out of baskets. No, June's crazy. I have, for our entryway, for me and Drew personally, is in our laundry room. And so it is almost a mudroom. But Mm -hmm. I have a place where we hang our raincoats, our jackets, our purses. And then I have a little bench from Target that has shelves for shoes. So that way our shoes are always there. So if we're, you know, running out, running late for work, we know there's at least going to be one pair of shoes there that we can use so we're not scrambling and trying to find everything. Yeah, and having a designated like, space is such a huge help. Yeah, like taking the dogs out and stuff. That's important. Mm-hmm. One thing that I saw, it was a blogger. She's building this huge house and it's going to be so gorgeous. Her husband's mm-hmm. like a contractor or something. Anyway, and she was doing a walkthrough of what's it called when they don't even have drywall up. It was just like basically like yeah, like the framing was up and she was kind of like showing stuff and they had a dog bath oh, in that's my dream. the mudroom. I know, mine too. And then there's that an episode she- of Fixer Upper last season with one or two seasons Yes, now. yes. And then she also had a little water fountain for her kids. And I thought that was oh. really cool. 
That is really cool. They had like the little frame for it. Like that's where it was going to go, yeah. you know? But oh, that's really cool. Though. I thought that was kind of neat too. So there's creative ways. Obviously, I'm not that privileged, but... <laughs> one day. One <laughs> day we one will day. have a dog bath. <laughs> Maybe one day. Um, um, I've seen people put up lockers for when they have kids. Yes. Like, I love that idea. Locker or cubby. So that would be a... Um, and that's also because I... I'm still a little bit of a slob, but I was like really a slob when I was little. And so when I would come home from school, my book bag and my papers and all that would just end up wherever. And if I had a locker or my future kids have a locker, they can throw all that stuff in the locker and that can be a mess and no one will have to know. Yes, that's a great idea. Okay, so going from there, entryway going into bedroom. Okay. So what's your, what's some functional decor? You mentioned your ottoman. Yeah, so we have an ottoman in there. I keep some shoes in there. We keep, our ottoman has, it's from Target, and it was also super cheap. I don't know if, if they make it. I'll link that one too. Inexpensive, got, not cheap. <laughs> it's really good quality, so yes, inexpensive. I've had it for like four years now. And it's divided inside, so I can have shoes in part of it. And then we have extra blankets, extra pillows, because we have a lot of pillows because Drew likes to sleep with like five or some weirdly high number, but I don't want that many pillows on the bed. So it gives them a, gives us a place to put it during the day. My biggest piece of functional decor in our bedroom is my side table slash vanity. Mm-hmm, which is so, super cute. Thanks. I still haven't posted pictures of our room like done. I need to. Okay, so we didn't have matching side tables. All of our beds in the house were inherited from family members. And so we didn't have like a bedroom set. Mm-hmm. So I have one end table, side table that is on Jordan's side. And then I have a vanity on my side. And they don't match at all. Like they're not even the same color wood. So to tie mm-hmm. them together, I got matching, not quite full length, but really tall they go to the ceiling so from like the top of the vanity to the ceiling almost um mirrors Mm -hmm. so they go on each side of the bed so that kind of ties it together and then also I have matching lamps and I stacked books on Jordan's side so that the lamps are the same height so having those things the same height I think really ties the two together and then I have a little stool by mine so I can do my makeup I can actually work in my room if I have my computer in there so it's pretty awesome I love having a vanity Yeah, I'm jealous. I wanted a vanity in our room and actually took one. Our My parents' old neighbors were like throwing one out that was pretty mm-hmm. good condition. So I picked it up and at some point I'm going to refinish it, but we don't, the way our room set up, we don't mm-hmm. have room, but I'm going to keep it just in case I ever do. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty nice. Jordan like talked about putting, uh, my closet is oddly big. It's like the same size as my kitchen. <laughs> Okay, maybe not the same size, but, but it's, it's still pretty, pretty big. <laughs> and so Jordan talked out. about putting like a vanity in there, but I didn't want to lose the standing space, I guess, with like a stool or something. I, I just didn't want to lose and it's shelf space. I just didn't want to lose um, any yeah. storage because I'm a clothes horse, as y'all know from the capsule wardrobe. <laughs> uh episodes. But that's like my main having the vanity out there and yeah. that's like a to be that was a good dual purpose and very functional decor ours i think we just have drawers in like every piece of furniture we can in our bedroom so Mm -hmm. we have our dresser obviously and then our nightstands also have drawers in them so 
for each of us, like our first drawer and our nightstand is whatever books we're reading, those little things that you like always seem to need right before you go to bed and you never think about it, like ibuprofen, if you're not, you know, feeling well and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And then we keep like our pajamas and stuff underneath those too. So we're not taking up dresser space, but we still have them like easily accessible. Yeah. And our next bed will also have drawers in them. Oh, that's you nice. can't have too many. Yeah. Yeah. I no, I, I love drawers. I'm always about drawers or like if there's shelves and getting baskets for them. So it's not to open. To hide the clutter. Yeah. Just to hide junk. Hide the clutter. It's just easier. Yeah. I guess our last room yeah. in the house would be workspace. Mm-hmm. I agree. And so I have an in-home studio for my uh, jewelry business, Fraser Lynn Jewelry, if you want to look it up. And <laughs> shameless plug. It's like and the only jewelry I wear anymore. <laughs> thanks. Is that my whole office, I truly believe that in a workspace that like everything should be functional decor. I because agree. if you have clutter in there, it's just – you know, you need the tools of your trade, whether you're a photographer or you're a crafter or whatever it is, you can decorate with filing cabinets, decorate with Mm -hmm. bookshelves full of books with your industry, um, within your industry, you know, printer, whatever it is you to me, you should be inspired by your workspace. And so having all your tools laid out on display can kind of inspire you. And then it's really handy because it's right there when you need it. I agree. I'm a huge Um, fan of pegboards. Yeah, I have a pegboard on my wall and it has, um, I even have like all my different tape that I use for packaging stuff and tape for towels. Like I have all that on the pegboard. If you follow me on Instagram, then you've probably seen a lot of office shots because I spend the majority of my time in there. (laughs) So we, for our office, our office does a lot of things. Drew and I both have desktop computers. We spend a lot of time on those. We have our full library. We're both book hoarders. So we have a lot of bookshelves. We're also, because we don't need a full, like an actual clothes cl- clothes closet in here, but we have one because it's technically a bedroom. We're going to put shelves in there for even more storage for more mm-hmm. books. And then we're putting up a pegboard for all my sewing supplies and craft supplies because I also do that in here. And it's just figure out what you need from your office space or workspace and find cute ways to get it. Yeah, I totally agree with that. And decorating with, if you have limited space then always decorate up so i'm a big fan of bookshelves and like we said earlier if you don't want everything on display just getting a little basket that fits in the shelf it's a great way to have some functional decor i agree so that's about all that i have we would love to hear if anyone has pictures and examples of some functional dual purpose decor in their house. You can go on our Instagram, or I mean, not on our Instagram, on our Facebook page, which is, or our Facebook group, which is the Millennial Homemakers. And we'll start a feed in there. And I love seeing actual real pictures of people's homes versus Mm -hmm. Pinterest, because to me, it's just more applicable and relatable. And Pinterest can be overwhelming and also discouraging because it makes you like realize all the things that you can't afford. (laughs) I agree. We want to see what you guys are doing because we want to see how real people and not bloggers who meticulously staged for one picture are living their lives. Exactly. And we always try to be as real as we can. Um, when we mm-hmm. post pictures of our, our house too, of course, we're going to, you know, like sweep up the dust bunnies, but whatever. If you don't, it's fine. Um, I totally have posted pictures with like a big club of dog hair that I didn't notice until afterwards. Yeah. So real life. 
Oops. Big dog props. Okay, so Jackie, talk a little bit about our book club. Jackie's pretty much leading the way on this, and I am so excited about it. I am so excited, too. We talked about this a couple episodes ago, if you've been following along. If you have not already a member of our Facebook group, definitely join that if you want to be involved in our book club, because that is where most the most uh, up-to-date information is going to be. We are currently... We currently have a poll out that you can find on our Facebook group to choose our first book and the day that works best, but we are aiming for the end of April for our very first book club meeting. So it is coming fast. Yeah, and we're going to do like a virtual, we really haven't figured it out yet, maybe like Zoom call or whatever, where Mm -hmm. we can actually hear, maybe even see everyone and Mm -hmm. chatting about the book that we choose right now, the two kind of finalists are The Zookeeper's Wife and Big Little Lies. And I have seen both on-screen adaptation of those. So I'm really excited. And then we have other options too. So maybe we we'll do. end up picking a third. I don't know. But yeah, so we also, those are the top two contenders right now, but we're also voting for Red Sparrow or yes. Turtles All the Way Down. So if you are super excited about either of those two, definitely jump on the poll. You have until Friday. And we may, yeah, we have until this Friday to vote. The poll is linked in our Facebook group. And we may like, you know, just because we don't pick one this time doesn't mean that we won't do it again. Because like we said, this is a book club. So I don't know if we'll do it every month, but I think it would be, you know, I think it's going to be really fun. We'll definitely see how this one goes first before we commit to something else. Exactly, exactly. And you can also find, you know, if you're out and about, maybe you don't want to go through the Facebook to, you can't remember what day we're meeting or something like that. You can jump on our new website, themillennialhomemakers.com and see what we're reading right now once we pick it. Yeah, we'll have like a whole book club page on there too, which I'm really excited about our website. Jackie, thank you so much for all your hard work that you put into that. I know it was very time consuming uploading individual episodes, but it looks so good. And please, please, please share it with your friends if you are a listener of our show because we're always trying to get more listeners and more people in our community and promoting the same things that we believe in, which is keeping the art of homemaking alive through the millennial generation and kind of putting our own spin on it. We always say that um, we're not your mama's homemakers, but we'll sure make your grandma proud. (laughs) Still my favorite quote. Um, But on our website, you can find all of our show notes there. They're a little easier to see than they have been on maybe your podcast app or wherever you're listening to us. So you can find them all there. And all the links. yeah, Yeah, all of the links are there. And you can even tweet some of our favorite quotes from each episode. I didn't know that. That's awesome. I I need to explore the website more. (laughs) Learning new things every day. Yes. Okay, y'all. Well, I hope that you enjoyed this episode on functional decor. And I hope that you joined the book club and get involved in our Facebook community. We have like right around 100 really active members um, and members period but everyone who's in it's pretty active so and I know that there's a lot more of you seven times that that (laughs) every week so please join our group we want to hear from you and take the conversation off air absolutely we can't wait to talk to you guys next week bye